Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Women in Business radio show with Sean Murphy, connecting women in business around the globe. Hello and welcome to the Women in Business radio show. Now, you might be wondering why I'm laughing. Um, it's because okay, once again... Because once again We've had a right old calamity getting in to Facebook um, and getting ourselves live. And now I'm getting a load of double old feedback. But never mind. Never mind. We are here. We are women in business. Well, apart from Laura. And Laura, uh, apart from Barry. Rather, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be a lady today. Uh, I, tell you, I tell you what, we don't, really don't want to get those two confused. Because if any of you are watching on video... Number one, you'll just be seeing me taking my chewing gum out because I forgot to do it again and I'm going to spit it all over the place. And my cat is down at my heels. He's a very elderly old boy. So please forgive me if I sound a bit distracted, but it's what happens <coughs> when we are broadcasting from our home. So we really don't want to get Laura and Barry Ash confused um, because one of them, let's hope it's Barry, um, has grown... <laughs> has got an awful lot of facial hair so we might need to get out I don't know if we need to get our menopause expert on here I have to say I have to say I have quite a lot of facial hair as well actually I have to deal with on a on a almost what seems like a daily basis I think it's one of the things that happens when you sort of you get over 50 suddenly your, your facial hair just goes back mad but it hasn't got that bad, Barry. Welcome. So let me let me do some introductions. Let me say what we're going to be talking about today. We are going to be talking about what I think is one of the most important words that you can use in your business. Unfortunately, I also think that when we start up, so many of us, and I'm one of those people, actually don't use this word either at all or certainly not enough. Mainly, partly it can be because we actually want all of the business that we can get. So we don't use this word. And also, I think as, as, as people, very often we're not accustomed to using it. You know, we want people to appreciate and like us. And it can be a very, very difficult thing to say. And here is the word. No. Now, it may well be that we dress it up and we say it in, in a much nicer way than or, or not so much of a blunt way as no. 
but it is one of the things that we have to learn how to say. We have to learn how to say it to that dodgy client that perhaps we really don't want to work with, where we get a bit of a gut feeling about it. We have to say it sometimes when people come around, they assume that because we may work from home or because we work for ourselves, actually, we're just open for cups of coffee and cake whenever we want to. It's okay. They can just knock on the door and it, and it could be it could be a parent. It could be a sibling. It could be a friend. And we may actually have to say, sorry, no. No. I'm busy. I have I'm things busy. to do. So what we've done, I have brought together all of my favourite business people who I know are going to create a wonderful, lively discussion. So let me introduce them. Now, we're going round my Zoom screen. So as a little bit of a warning, if you listen to this on the podcast or the recording afterwards, is that we are still in our home offices and things go wrong. Things make noises. And I'm afraid that's just the way it is. So we have Nina Christofferson. Welcome, Nina. Hi. Hi, Sean. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you. Nina is the producer, director and performer, the star of the Billy Holiday. I'm going to get this wrong because it's been one of those days. The the Billy Holiday Show. We have Jackie Grousel, creator, founder, creator, organiser of 1230, the women's company. We have Lee Fletcher. Lee, who is launching her business after some challenging personal issues where she certainly had to learn to say no. Um, so he's bringing really a, a very different dimension sort of two two-pronged attack at this aren't you Lee yes, yes. yeah I'm going to set up ad hoc projects hopefully deal with domestic views and help other people out and teach them to learn to say no <laughs> we've got Laura and Barry Ash who are the founders of Rock Solid who work with people on a daily basis probably saying no having to say no to cake and having to say yes to actually perhaps creating a different way of life um, and we've got Zenat Nurani who is a, who is a, a coach and a business advisor and helps people build some resilience into their business and their personal life and I, I guess along with that comes having to say no and of course we've got lovely Laura Lawrence from Laura Lawrence Marketing another of our regulars who once again in business sort of has to exert some control over herself and people that she's working with so I'll tell you what let's have a bit of a round table I'm just going to ask the question of everybody which is I've sort of put out this hypothesis that I think it's really that it's one of the most difficult things that we that we need to learn how to do that initially we're not very good at it but saying no how important do you think that actually is so just go for it people stick your hand up and speak for me it's massively important because it's the thing that manages our energy and I learned this the hard way in my previous job uh being a prison officer you get you learn to say no very quickly because if you say yes all the time you become the officer on the landings that that officer will do all the work for you and you just get overwhelmed and you don't get anything done. So very, very quickly, I learned the word no. Yeah, so you, you learned in, a, in, a, in an employment, in a job situation. Yeah. And now bring it into your business. So, and it, Laura? I was going to say, um, you know, it's so important for your mental health and it's so easy when you're starting out, you're desperate to get working and you just say yes, yes, yes. And then you just get so overwhelmed and then it starts having that, you know, sort of um, adverse effect on your, on your mental health. So, you know, you've got to learn it sooner rather than later. And I learned the hard way as well. You know, we, we all do, but you can't burn out at the, at the start of your business, yeah. at least, you know. Uh, yeah, practice some good skills. 
Anybody else? Yes. I think for me as well, it was um, it was my previous job uh, working in the educational sector. Uh, as a teacher, you never say no, because if you say no, it shows that you are inadequate and you can't handle your job and the workload. Ooh. Unfortunately, it doesn't lead down a path, as we know, some of you know my story, um, it did lead down to mental health, as Laura's saying, you know, it's so important to be able to say no. And that's one of the things that I took away from that. And I do say no, I'm working on it. It's a work in progress, but I say no more often now. If you come from a place of trauma, um, you know, you can be conditioned into saying yes, 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 just to keep the peace and to, you know, in, in some times and cases to survive. But it's really important that when you get the opportunity and awareness to learn how to say no, it means so much. I think also there's a way perhaps in, in your particular situation, Lee, um, where you were dealing with a domestic abuse situation, there may be a time where out of your mouth has to come the word yes, whilst your brain or your head is going, actually, this is a massive no, but I'm yeah. being, I'm, I'm approaching this in a sensible way. So, you know, it's like a duck. The top half is going, yes, okay then, dear. Yes, we'll do that. And the bottom half is going, right, now I need to get out of this situation. How can I get out of this situation? I need to keep myself safe. What strategy, what tactics am I going to employ um, so that I'm moving myself away from this? Yeah, it's definitely a tactic and, you know, a strategy that sometimes you have to employ. You know, while you're organising your escape, um, you know, it can be the thing that might keep you keep you safe and going um, until you get to a point where you can actually say no and mean it. And then you'll realise you're taking your power back and you start to say no more. So, yeah, it's really empowering. I, I think one of the things um, that you that that. <laughs> that that highlights is that I think there are times when you say yes when you mean no but that in general um don't you actually have to say no in a, in albeit in a nice way but you have to mean no and I think very often what we do is we say to people oh well yes I'll see if I can do that or mm, okay well let me have a think let me have a think or yes I'll see if I can fit that in 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 the next week when actually we should be saying no or, or, or coming back and giving a definite answer, not keeping people and ourselves hanging on with this sort of semi-obligation in, in the background. Jackie? Um, I think it's really interesting what everybody's saying. And I think there's a, there's a difference going on there with a, a, what a lot of is being saying is, do we actually use the word no, or do we tactfully rephrase things so that the message is the same? Um, coming to what Zenat was saying, my background is IT training, as some of you already know. And one of the things that we were trained on was that you don't actually use the word no, no, because it's it's you know it's it's not good psychology for for the person to have that word no that we were brought up with children, etc. etc. Um, but you do phrase it so that it's clear that, that that that's not the right answer. So if you say who's who's going to give me the answer to X, Y, Z, somebody puts their hand up and the answer is wrong, you don't say no, that's wrong. You phrase it in a way um, that sort of keeps the person's morale, etc. But um um, I've got uh, a website called Birds on the Blog, and I am bombarded all the time with different people, trolls, etc., um, wanting to put blogs up there. And I have a, a little standard thing that 
says this is going to cost you money and they go away usually or they say no that's fine um but it, there's never a, a, an out and out no it's there's a nice phrase in there so that because with 1230 we're networking and it's about building the relationship and it's keeping the relationship fresh having said that i'd like to tell you when everybody else has a chance to say something about something that's happened recently where i should have gone no <laughs> nina Nina, were you, did you have uh, your hand? Were you going to say I something? Did. It's like being at I, school, isn't it? Did you have yeah. your hand up? <laughs> I did, I did, I did, I did. And I know Laura did as well. Um, so I'm just going to say, um, I, I kind of agree with um, everyone. When you say no, there's, there's a two-pronged thing, really. No sort of allows you to sort of focus on the work that you actually need to do rather than being distracted because some of these things are not really in um, the realm of what you're doing at that given time. Also, um, what Jackie was saying, um, sometimes if you do say no and it's a direct no, it, it's, it isn't really good for the person receiving that no and also not always good for you and your business because it depends on who you're dealing with. At that moment in time, no may not be the right word. Um, so a general compromise on what you're focusing on and how you actually, um, you know, actually say uh, no by sort of saying, can, can we come back to that later? Can we, can we look at this um, first and then I'll get back to you when I have time? And so, so not actually using the word no, because certain, um, certain times, especially in my field, everyone um, is always on you for for lots of different things and also when you're in the entertainment industry people think that um you should be doing lots of things for free so you have to adapt a style um, that allows you to say no but still saying yes so they don't feel like you're distancing them and keeping the ball going so what so what we're, we're sort of saying here is that um there are some times when, and I think I think we all accept that actually saying no, outright no, blunt no, and unless there are some really peculiar circumstances, it's not really the way to say no. There are nicer ways of doing it, but that perhaps in your industry, Nina, you um, you keep things on the boil, which may be a little bit different to how perhaps somebody in my industry, say events and websites, may need to approach it. Um, I, I think you're. I think you're right. I think. I think. But there's still, um, you know, being being the performer, producer, director, and having different outlets and different reaches still means that you still need to be direct um, with the application of the the word no without saying no. Um, but um, it, you, we all still have to do it in a similar way because it's all about relationships um, and keeping those relationships going. Because at that given oh, time, yeah. Yeah, at that given time, it may not be right for you to actually deal with that person. And it may be if it's a troll, then it's never right for you to deal with them. And there's ways and other people who can say no for you rather than you. And, you know, I think you can have many different ways. Um, of actually That's it. actually why you're all here, because what I want to explore soon is the different ways, perhaps, of, of saying no. Um, I just want to give you my take on saying no in the business that I'm in and why I think it's so important is because if you're not careful, if you say yes to everything, especially in the early days of your business, if you say yes to everything, what you end up doing is not having any procedures and processes. So what you're doing all the time is learning, learning new stuff, learning new procedures, putting in 
and putting them in place. And if you're building things like websites and you, you say, okay, well, I'm going to build it on WordPress and Magenta and Squarespace and, you know, and every other platform out there. Every time somebody comes to you, you have to learn this. You know, so if somebody says, can you, as happened to us recently, can you work on Magento? She said, no, that's not what we do. We specialize in WordPress. That's not what we do. But can I help you find somebody who does? Because what's, if we say yes, we're going to have to learn an entire new process, an entire new thing. So should the client actually pay for us to do that? That's their choice. And we have actually said to people, okay, but we don't know how to use this. So if you choose to work with us, you're going to have to pay our learning time. And if they know us, very, if they've been working with us before, very often they say, oh, yes, okay. Um, but if they're brand new, we'll send them somewhere else. Otherwise, Otherwise we never actually never deliver, actually deliver a, a systemized product. Does that, does, am I making any sense there, do you think? Yeah. Um, you need yeah. to, if that isn't your speciality, if that's not where you're focused, that's not, I'm sorry, can I move sorry, you to somebody else? Yeah, sure. Oh, we, oh, we, sorry. we get that a lot. So because we get that a lot in terms of like, we talk a lot about mental health, we'll get people come to us with their mental health. And you have to know, you have to stay in your lane, I feel. Yes. And you have to use your integrity and you have to set boundaries in terms of, mm who it is you help and what it is you do. And I think once you know what your strategy is, where you're going and you know who you help and how you help them, it's easier for you to be able to, if you want to say the word no or define your boundaries as to what you can do and what you can't do and then refer them to the best person who's going to be able to get them the quickest help because that's what we want. We want our clients to be able to have the quickest, most efficient help. Do you know what I mean? I think what you've said there, as far as business goes, is, is I think, the key. So basically, know what you do and who you do it for. So that when somebody comes to you who isn't within that, that parcel, within that boundary, you can very, very quickly say, actually, I need to refer you on to somebody else. That's not what I do. Yeah. And I know that saying yes for me all the time that led to my burnout because I hadn't defined properly what you know what it is we did and who we did it for right yes yes okay sorry I'm fiddling around here and I'm actually going to have to say this because I'm getting terrible feedback everything I'm saying is are you getting that as an experience listening to me yeah okay I'll tell you what I want you to talk amongst yourselves I'm going to shut up uh Jackie Laura lead this discussion on no saying no on your business I'm going to find out what on earth is happening I think uh I think um, it's coming back to the classroom environment. Oh, where's that coming from? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's getting it's getting terrible, isn't it? <laughs> Going through to Sean again. Yeah. Sean, can I interject and say, have you got another device running at this moment in time? Are you, have you got your... That's what, yeah, we've been checking. I've actually been uh, messaging with Mark in the background to see what's going on. Does that sound oh, good? Yeah, you guys sound perfect now. Okay, so okay. we'll do the show. We'll do the show without Sean. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> she heard that one. <laughs> I just wanted to say um, to reflect on Laura's point that actually, when you're clear on your boundaries, 
people have clarity in, in what to expect from you um, until you you inform them otherwise. So I think that's so important. I'm I'm actually in recovery as well, as well as trying to be a student and set up a business. So I've got a lot going on. So, you know, I have to say no, and I have to say no. And it, the more you do it, the easier it gets. Because I have been a people pleaser, you know, with my background. And it's, when, when I said you get a sense of empowerment, and um, you feel strong in yourself as well. And people know that you mean what you say as well. That's, re that's a real, you know, that's a real achievement for me. And I think when, if, if you go back to childhood, that, that's where the boundaries are set, aren't they? You know, if your parent says, no, you can't do that, that's quite clear. That's quite clear. We, haven't got, we haven't got to necessarily push around, push around the situation. And children do need boundaries, and we, as we grow up, we all need to know what those boundaries are. Um, I, the situation I had recently, came back from or a while ago with a member who felt that perhaps I felt that she felt she was treating me rather like her own marketing and advertising department, not coming to meetings but sending me stuff and saying, "Can you promote this for me?" I mean, really nice lady yards of stuff to promote which entailed extra work, extra work. i thought well, okay she's nice i'll help her she's for whatever reason but this has continued and it um raised its head again yesterday she sent me seven pages seven pages of wordage um i don't know how she thought i was going to promote that for her and she's not been to any meetings during COVID at all. Uh, oh, well, that's not true. She has one or two. Um, and the, the, the crux of the matter is not so much that, but of course that was in the background, was that as Nina has said, it's about, um, we're all about building relationships and certainly with networking, you all know that is the situation. So I make connections for people and somebody occurred recently who speaks a language that I wasn't aware this other lady um, actually teaches so I said would you like me to make the connection not you know she and this lady runs um, a language school I have to sort of say that to give you the picture um, and she came back and she said no I don't want anybody treading on my toes Judy was boring hello then Judy discovered jumbacasino.com it's my little escape now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, it is not appropriate that I have this connection and really don't do it to me. So, but that wasn't the case. What I was trying to do was make a connection between two people and just let her know, by the way, this lady speaks fluent X, Y, Z. Not that she wants to be a teacher. Um, and so anyway, between us, we have agreed to part our ways. But it's sad because she's a nice lady, but she just doesn't get the point. And there's no point in labouring it. And going back to my original point was, I should have been clearer when it first rates its head. Um, 
Yeah, I, th- I think I think the, the word I've written down, and it's something I've come across a lot recently, and I think it's something that um, we all we all have it's just that sometimes for me anyway they weren't definite is that we have to have rules we have to have our own rules and one thing I found is that if you say if you explain to people actually I have a rule about that they seem to respect what you're saying and that it's not it's not quite the same as actually saying no you know, so if, if if somebody's offering you a piece of cake and you're, I don't know if this has happened to you, but it, it has happened to me where actually I don't like to eat a lot of sugary cake. I might eat it every now and then, but it's not something that I do on a weekly, certainly, you know, not a daily or weekly basis. And yet people will sometimes go out of their way to buy you, offer you, try and thrust this cake at you for whatever reason. And you say, oh, no, thank you. Oh, no, go on. I made it especially. And but actually, if you say, look, I've got actually I've got a rule about this, which is that. I only eat cake at Christmas or I only eat cake on my birthday or whatever it is. People seem to expect, people seem to understand and respect that. And they also know it ain't going to change. If you've got a rule about it, a rule's a rule. It doesn't matter how many times they talk about it. it, ain't, it it's not changing. Um, and I think with the community stuff, it's really, really difficult, isn't it? When you've got people in a community who suddenly start behaving in a way that's not helpful or nice to the rest of the community. But how you actually deal with that without looking like a complete arsehole in front of everybody else that's in your community. You know, you still need to maintain that integrity. You need to that person to leave in a good way, don't you? In a really nice way, they need to move on um, without you actually mucking up whatever, whatever else is going on in the community. So with that situation, has anybody got any ideas of the sort of situation that Jackie's described? I think is the sort of thing that we can all relate to. Um, has anybody got any, any suggestions as to how they might deal with that? The, the bottom line um, of the exchange of emails today was that we agreed to part our ways amicably. Um, and I did ask her for clarification as to whether she wished me to still refer people to her. And she said no. Well, that's that then, isn't it? <laughs> for her business, not just. What? Yes, that's yeah. an interesting approach to business, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, a little bit more, but obviously I can't. Oh, yeah, no, I know, and I, t- I tell, I tell you what, that's brought in. It's the aspect of it being personal that yeah. actually became personal because I would always want somebody to refer people to me. Yes, please, thank you very much, and and I will deal with whatever comes my way with that person being referred. But yes, please, when you start saying no to that sort of thing, it's actually something that you've taken on board personally, isn't it? And that's what she should have done right at the very beginning when I was making connections for her. She is, she is very much the captain of her ship and she does everything. She doesn't have people. She doesn't um, subcontract. She doesn't do anything at all. The whole thing is hers. Um, but disregarding that, she, my feeling is that right at the beginning, she should have done exactly what you said, Char. That's really nice. I'll have a chat. But it doesn't have to go any further. A connection is not a commitment. So I think 
guys, if you can all unmute yourselves and let's see what happens. So that's sort of dealing with things where you're, where you're managing things on the business side of it. So you've got a business connection that you, that you perhaps need to manage by saying no and dealing with what they're doing and their behaviour. What about when you're dealing with personal connections, personal relationships where people, you're in business and you've got somebody who you are personally related to, you have that sort of um, contact with them, who is, what should we call it, putting upon you. They may be making life very different difficult they may be making assumptions they may be almost sort of trying to it seems like they're trying to sabotage you um any thoughts on how to deal with that and still keep that relationship oh i don't know personally i sort of try and steer around all of that so i never have to have that kind of business friendship relationship because I think it's a very difficult one to actually negotiate because sometimes when you have friends and you're you're especially in my industry um they there's almost an ownership of um you know well you did it show me how it's done you know you know how it's doing it's you know it's my turn now to (laughs) you know pass on the baton and you're thinking well actually this is a business and it takes time and there's a framework and you actually have to learn it but a lot of people don't actually want to learn the application so I've always tried to steer around it because I've had one or two um, occasions where I've had friends and they've actually you know have actually said those kind of words to me you know um, you've done really well why is it you what have you got that I haven't got? And then you, you actually, you have, well, you have to break it down so they actually understand. It's about doing the work. It's about understanding what it is you're trying to achieve. And, um, and no two projects are the same. Um, even if it may be in the industry or any industry, everyone has their different ways of getting to, um, you know, going to market and actually being fruitful at market, do you know what I mean? And getting, getting the business coming back to you. And, and sometimes you don't know that until you actually start the journey and you actually learn things. And it's very difficult to, to sort of have that conversation with somebody who hasn't actually even begun to engage in a business um, aspect and think it's something that they can just have because they know you as a friend and because you've done the work. So they think, okay, then it's, it's easy for you. You can do it. It's so easy. You can do it like that. You know, I couldn't possibly begin to understand how a business works. And so it's for me, it's always having those conversations. And I've had a couple of occasions where it just, it, you know, because I've done really well, they, they really think that I should do it for them. And I now just yeah. steer away from it. They're, they're um, a friend and you owe it to them yeah. to d- make it happen for them as well. But actually, not only do you not, but you can't. Yeah. You you can't pass that on to somebody else, can you? You can't just go, there you go. There's there's the pill. That's Take the it. pill. It'll happen for you. Um, so what about dealing with um, people who are sort of trying they may not realize it but are trying to sabotage perhaps what you're about they know that you're at home they know that you're working um they know that you are trying to get fitter or healthier whatever it is and they are they're knocking on the door they're turning up unannounced they're expecting you to drop everything because you haven't got anything to do remember you work for yourself you've got nothing to do um how do you deal with that laura Sean, we've had this on quite a few occasions with people that are trying to get fit and healthy 
and then you know their friend are talking to them are going oh it's only one oh you'll be all right and what we tend to find out is that this person is flourishing and they're doing really well they're looking amazing they're feeling great and really what's going on with the friend is they're worried they're going to lose this friend right and they're worried that they're going to get left behind and so within you flourishing and being amazing it's almost like you need to reassure maybe that friend if you really value their friendship that you're not going to leave them behind and maybe even just trying to drag them along with you a little bit but we often find that's kind of the motive there that they're just worried about losing that friend that connection and and yeah being left behind and I think the first time of saying no is the hardest time and every time consecutively after that you say no it becomes easier and easier and easier and then hopefully you'll start drawing the person who's trying to sabotage you into your camp and then you'll start motivating inspiring that person to join you on that if it is the health journey that you want to be on and inspiring them but you've got to be uh, you've got to stick to your guns and stick to your goal and be true to yourself. If you really want something, then you've got to stay true to yourself. But if it's jealousy, then maybe you need to address that um, friendship. <laughs> <laughs> Laura, I, w- I was going to bring in the jealousy element of it, um, actually, because there's always those who are going to want to try and, um, you know, they they can't do it. or They've they got a block in themselves and, and you know, you're, you're doing well, you're losing all this weight. And and so they want you to, yeah, they do want you to jeopardise it by giving you lots of cake and then putting on the emotional sort of, you know, oh, I've made it especially for you, you know, because you've been doing so well, you need a treat, you know. So they'll try and do sort of all this positive reinforcement as to why you should be having a cake, which is going against what you've just been training yourself to do um so yeah it, it is and, and also as well as being successful at work you know it's people who want to um you know tread on your coattails to sort of you know f- and, and follow you up there without putting anything in yourself you've got to be so careful of those sorts of people the feeders i call them um in in life as well and it and sometimes it means having to you know they feed off your energy or they feed off you know your your successes and and um and and i'm sure sean can picture somebody who i'm thinking of about that but um yeah exactly um but yeah and you've got to then sort of separate kind of your emotional tie you know you can still be friends I've got a friend who's a little bit like that so I just have my boundaries with this friend because I know what they can be like I will not cross over into a working relationship with them but I still enjoy their friendship for what they are you know and I just know their downside and as long as you can sort of address that I don't agree with it so I ignore that bit because there's other elements that we you know we get on very well with but yeah you it's suddenly you have to analyze so much um but once you sort of get to the root of of these sort of issues it makes it easier for you to use the the no word um you know and 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 sort of move forward with it but there's so so much caution to take at the same time lee I think behind a lot of it is fear as well. People, um, you know, they might be in your camp and cheering you along, but they might be feeling that they're getting left behind, you know, and sometimes it's about them trying to drag you back down to their level rather than, you know, them wanting to be raised to your level, Um, you know, and if you are a good friend and you value that friendship, you might try and encourage them, you know, to maybe take up a little, a little bit of what you're doing that's, that's, you know, enhancing your own life and, 
developing yourself um but they're not always ready you know and sometimes you have to kind of part ways because these friends ultimately might not have your best interests at heart and you know i i come from a place of abuse and i understand the dynamics around that and a big element of abuse happening um within friendships is fear as well you know and in relationships because people feel threatened and they'd rather attack and bring you down than um you know kind of accept and kind of start to look at within themselves so you know it's, yeah. it's something yeah. and saying no is really important so you you know you protect yourself there's an element of self-protection you know and an element of self-empowerment but also you might actually you know being a, you might actually come across as a good role model for them as well and that they might actually learn that their behaviors unacceptable and learn to say no within themselves so you know it's kind of a, a good thing I think I so agree. I, th I think my, my take on this and, and something I learned a little while ago and um, we're, what we're going to do is I'm going to go around the table in a moment and sort of start rounding this up is actually it's not natural for us to say no we we want to be involved we want to be included we want to be part of the tribe and, this, and if we say no however nicely we say it if we say no very often we risk or we feel as though we risk being excluded and when we were living in the caves being excluded from the tribe meant being eaten by the tiger because there wasn't anybody around to help you get away so it's not something we do naturally it's something that we need to 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 recognize and get better at so let's have a a, a sort of free fall thing i think we can probably risk unmute unmuting each other so my cat has just left across the table <laughs> he's gone <laughs> it's, it's one of those days isn't it <laughs> He just flew across at me. Okay, right. Um, top tips, different ways of saying of saying no. Zena, I'm going to put you on the spot because <laughs> you work with people. You work with people. You have been in that situation where you haven't said no and had um, a mental breakdown because of it. And now you work with people. Zena, your take on it. Do you know what? First of all, I want to say everything that everyone's saying is so on point with, uh, you know, it's not easy. There's so many elements to how you go about saying no. And it completely starts with yourself, your self-awareness, and then also addressing um, and understanding other people. Um, and I do a lot of work on NLP, so neuro-linguistic programming, and it's all about communication and language. But what I actually wanted to throw out there was a that, you know, we try and communicate to somebody, and I'm sure this probably happened to um, you in your business or your personal life. Even though you try so much to say in such a friendly manner or a respectful manner to say, you know what, I'm not ready for it right now, or I can't manage it at this moment, some people just don't get it. They just don't get it. You can tell them 10 times, 20 times, 30 times, and they still don't get it. And I think sometimes... You've got to say the word no, and enough is enough. I'm saying, really sorry, but no. And I've had to do that. And then all of a sudden they've gone, oh, oh, I'm really sorry. And they've actually apologized because some people just can't register the type of language that you're using because they're not used to that as well. So, again, it's finding that balance. Um, yeah, I just kind of want to throw out if anybody else has had that experience of that. So that's also keep keep going. Actually, know what you want and and don't take no for an answer <laughs> it's, it's, quick. Like that. So it's you know 
just wouldn't get it. And he was literally draining my energy. And mm. even though I was saying to him, let me refer you to somebody else because I don't think we're a good match relationship-wise. He was a client of mine because it just wasn't working. And when you know that and you're suffering, I've got to look after my mental health. Um, he just would not get it. And so I said, you know what? I'm not coaching you anymore. I've had enough because you're not listening. No more. And that was it. And then he understood <laughs> Okay, folks, um, we are going to have to go very, very quickly round the table because actually, I don't know when we started, but I do want to be able to get this up onto the radio show station. And if it's longer than an hour, it ain't going to happen. So very quickly round the table, your top tip about saying no in your business. Who should we start off with? Laura. If you really hate saying no, then think of a positive you can follow it up with. That way, saying no doesn't sound so harsh to the recipient and you feel like you've actually done a good deed by giving them a positive to follow it up with. Brilliant. Nina? Uh, Never use the word no. Always find a compromise. Um, That way you're never hurting them and it allows you to feel good about yourself at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Jackie? Um, Really summing up what Nina's just said is it's being clear uh, without being offensive. Laura and, and Barish, we'll have you two separate ones. Laura first. So mine would be before you say yes, right, think about am I going to be able to give this person or this thing my full attention, my full energy that they actually need? Hmm. Yeah, so that you're serving them in the best way. So saying Absolutely. no is actually the best thing that you can do for them. Yeah. Well, I like that. She, Barry, did pinch, she did pinch my one, but oh, <laughs> I, I think of it like a sandwich. If you're going to say no, say yes, I'd love to do it. But at this moment in time, I'm unable to give you my full attention. So we will have to do it another time. So it's, it's like a yeah. positive, negative, positive. Actually, and yes, there's a difference between no and no. not now, isn't there? Yes. Yeah. Okay. But I'm going to go to the make that decision. You need to make that decision whether it's something that you, you want to do or that's a definite no. And if it's a definite no, be firm with that and say, me personally, I will say no. That's not what I do. That's not my lane. That's not what my my remit is. But if it's something it is and I can't do it, then I'll say yes, no, yes, as a sandwich. Brilliant. Lee? If you're not sure whether it's a no, you can say, I don't know. And can I get back to you? Um, And that gives you time and it buys you time to think about something about whether or not you do want to say no or even yes. Okay, so just give it a bit of time, think it over. My one, I think, is don't apologise. I do this all the time and I need to stop doing it. If I'm not going to do something, I go, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that that isn't right or whatever. And actually, I don't really need to, I don't really need to apologise about, about saying that isn't right for, for me or you, actually. That isn't, that isn't something that's going to work. So perhaps for me, it's about getting out of the habit of apologising because then it all, straight up it gives people the impression that actually you're letting them down. When you're not, you might actually be doing them the greatest thing that you could ever do for them by saying no. Okay. Right then, I'm so sorry, folks. This has been such a peculiar recording. We the, the sound quality, I can't imagine what it's going to be like. But shall I tell you what? We are going to put it out there 
anyway, it is still going to go out because I think there's some really, really good information that's come out of there. I think it's a critical topic. So let me say goodbye. We're going around the table. So Laura Lawrence and Laura Lawrence Marketing um, and Jackie Grounds, who are with us every week. I'm so grateful to them. I don't know what I would do without them. We have lovely Nina Christofferson, who is a, a very, very welcome regular visiting co-host onto the show. We've got Zenat Nurani, who does a, quite a lot of speaking with us. I love just what she do, does and is also a radio show host herself. We've got Laura and Barry Ash, who deliver such fantastic information. Thank you guys for always being there and being at my events and speaking at my events as well. And for Lee, Lee Fletcher, thank you so much for your courage and for your honesty and for coming out and doing what you're doing. You're a fantastic inspiration. And thank you. It's so I love to see the way that your life and your business is moving on. I'm Sean Murphy. We will be back next week with the Women in Business radio show. At some point, we're going to get back into our studio. I can't wait. And what happened today on Zoom is exactly why. But thank you so much, folks. We'll see you all soon. You take care. Bye. Thank you. Bye. 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 Tune in next week to the Women in Business radio show for more stories, ideas and inspiration to help you grow your business.